Hi people, welcome to another episode of the One Question Podcast. If you're new to this podcast, this is the podcast where I get to ask impressive people just one question. Just one question that we can have a discussion around. My name is Busayo Yewole. And in this episode, we'll continue from where we left off in the last episode, where I asked Mila this question. How do you deal with online dating? I want to hear all about it, everything online dating. Mila went ahead and answered it, but we couldn't finish that episode because it was a long one and because it was full of so much fun details and so much discussion. Anyways, in this episode, We'll continue from where we left off. In terms of just like Western European guys, um, I feel like in general, like they they don't put as much effort in. And forgive me if I'm wrong, but sometimes I think that the expectation from Western European women isn't as high as women who come from like um, countries like maybe so like you know how you're Nigerian and I'm like American. Mm-hmm. I feel like they might not require as much, um, just from the stories that I've heard. Yeah, um, I think, uh, yeah, that sentiment is kind of shared with Southern American women as well. You know, because of the, um, I think what we think or what we expect from um, when it comes to intimate relationships like this, we want people to be highly invested. But the European culture is more kind of, you know, very relaxed around it. They don't expect, you know, to show up for you all the time right which exactly. is, i don't know i don't know maybe it's from the women or maybe it's just the culture generally i'm not gonna knock on it yeah. but i just feel like for me uh yeah it's it's a no <laughs> exactly it's a definite no <laughs> i i don't think that it is like european women's fault that it's very like that um, in Germany uh, or in that like the context of Western Europe that dating is like that I think in general like it has just become like normalized for people to like kind of have their own lives and love to like you kind of which is like a healthy thing like having your own lives and not like you know yeah the independence of it yeah that's a good thing that's really good and I actually like do that in my own life but I think what's interesting about this particular brand of dating in Europe is just that it's very like casual very like um Mm -hmm. when I see you I see you um Mm -hmm. you know if I'm working on a project for several days you might hear from me like on the fourth or fifth day but you know you can expect that I'm fine like that I'm like up to just doing with my project and that's always been interesting for me because I've always been taught that like if someone if you don't hear from someone for such a long time then you can expect that they're like you know like doing other things or maybe they're not interested or something like that um yeah that's definitely a hiccup for me as well like you can't just disappear. Even if you want to, you have to give me a heads up. Right. You can have your time, of course, but you can't just ghost on me like that. You have to give me a heads up, you know, that oh, I'm going through this and uh, oh, I'll be so busy. I won't be able to get back to you for this length of time. You know, once you keep me informed, then I'm not worried. I think the point is that they don't communicate this very clearly. And because right. they don't, you, you kind of like fill in the blanks. And when you fill in the blanks, it's like, it can be way worse than what is actually going on right exactly because I think that's the thing like when you allow someone to overthink the situation 
mm-hmm. we can become re- like, you know, you start being like, okay, well, I have no idea what's going on and start, you start jumping to conclusions. Um, you know, it can be like troubling. And this is, a, I'm saying if you're spe- like specifically in a relationship with this person, yeah. now, if you're not in a relationship with this person, it's easier to just be like, to dismiss their behavior mm-hmm. and move on to the next yeah. or whatever. Cause that's just the nature of what online dating is. Um, it's like a constant cycling through of people, but um, with the relationships com- entirely different. But to get back on to like present online dating for me now in the US, right? What mm-hmm. I've noticed from dating, using the app in 2016 versus, you know, using the app now, um, there has been a difference. Um, also using it in a city versus using it like in like more of a rural or like, mm-hmm. um, suburban kind of context um there's slight differences so I feel like before it was a little easier it wasn't the best experience like um now I will say like I get more matches than I did when I was younger for some reason I think it's because like I just take care of myself better and like (laughs) I'm what don't laugh funny yeah I'm not very honest as well you know what I'm saying like when I say I take care of myself I mean I'm very particular like I think that I have a good you know way like a good style of dressing like I think I'm a little interesting as Mm -hmm. being like overall than I used to be um you know so I think like there's there's a little bit more that's there that people might be like interested in or engaging with um but I will say though, and I'm going to get to this. Okay. You know, I don't know if I should say it now or later. Okay. I'll say it now before I get into the differences that, um, and bear with me because I tend to go on little, I tend to derail my original thoughts, but that's just because I'm- No, that's fine. Yeah. I love to hear all about it. So okay. go on. <laughs> so I've heard multiple times that I look way better in person um, than I do on in my photos. Uh, I like that though. I like when people are genuinely surprised to see you right. looking better in person. Yeah, it's good, but it's also a harrowing truth because I know it. So when I go and I put pictures up of myself, I'm like, oh gosh, because I'm not very photogenic. This is an absolute. This is like an objective truth here. I don't know what it is. Like if I look in the mirror, I'm very satisfied with like how like I look at the moment, but then. If I take a photo, it just doesn't translate. But anyway. Interesting. It is interesting. I don't know why. Um, I've actually heard a theory on that before. Like, I mean, uh, it says that most people are not satisfied with how they look in pictures because we don't get to see ourselves in pictures often as much as we see ourselves in the mirror, except maybe for celebrities because celebrities get a ton of their pictures taken. So they're kind of used to it. But yeah. once you take your picture, like, okay, that side looks funny. I've not seen that side before. <laughs> but, but the appearance in the mirror is more true to you. It's like a truer form of you because that's what you've been used to. That's what your brain is used to. That's true. And it's also you in real time. So yeah, exactly. Um, but my my particular frustration, I think, is when a photo is taken of me. Almost every photo I have, my forehead finds the light in a room. Ah! The thing is, it's always like I think I think that's one thing that can be frustrating for some people out there who are online dating. If you feel like you're more like attractive in person, but like you're not as photogenic, like that can be a little bit frustrating. But it's also kind of a nice surprise because when you meet the person. Um, they might be a little surprised by it. Um, but 
what what about the inverse of it? For example, sometimes I see pictures of people online and you kind of like them. You have this idea of them in your head. But when you do meet them, it's like you're not as attracted as you were before. You know, when you saw the pictures, has that happened to you as well? That happened to me the other day. Yes, it did. I, I, okay. So, but it's funny though. So I thought that the person was like pretty attractive. um, And... When I went to meet him, he he wasn't the height that he said he was. Um, and so I could tell because I had dated someone who was that height before and I knew the feeling um, and he just wasn't. So like, I mean, my thing is like, I'm not like, I do like a guy who's like a good height, but like, I'm not necessarily going to be a stickler for it. I just don't really like the lying about it. Um, and also... Yeah, he just didn't look the way, like he said, like, I'm pretty sure um, he was like, you know, I'm not trying to put too much info. I'm not trying to like put anyone on blast here, but mm-hmm. like, yeah, he just didn't look the way that he said it. Like, yeah, I think I, I've had that similar feeling because once you uh, chat with someone and then the pictures they posted there, you kind of have this mental image right. of what that's supposed to be like. So when you do meet them and it doesn't match or supersede that expectation, it's like you're disappointed. Like, okay, I'm sorry. I was already, uh, I was feeling someone else because, you know, the person mm-hmm. I had in mind, this is not you. Right, right, right. I mean, and, and I feel like it goes that, that there's so much to say about that. I mean, sometimes it's when you talk to a person, when you're messaging someone, and then you call them for the first time, and then you hear like a squeak of a voice, and you did not imagine that his voice would be so light. Um, this is so petty, though. Don't don't mind me, but I'm just saying, like sometimes <laughs> you, you just like there was, and then okay, after talk because I really like this one guy who I was talking to for a bit. Um, his voice was very light and it was very like sweet, almost sounding like, but because Mm -hmm. I really liked him, I was doing my best to like ignore it, you know, but like, I mean, obviously like that situation didn't work out, but, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's just interesting. Like little different things. Like you make, I think the, the other thing is like, we sometimes as women tend to imagine certain things, um, like, oh, this person, because he looks this way, like he's going to be this way. And then when you meet them, it's not the same. So I think like, it's always good to be like open-minded and to see like what the person is actually, it's good to have like standards and your expectations as well. But I just think, you know, you really have to meet a person in real life to get like a feel for them, um, really Mm -hmm. interact with them, um, get the full picture. Um, Yeah, I try not to be invested until I see them, like, you know, just um just to see how the first interaction goes what the vibe is right. if at the end of the day i don't want to see you again or i'm not excited about you then it's probably a no for me on the second day you know? <laughs> exactly. so, yeah the first is just to feel it out you know see if it's someone i want to see again so. right right exactly i think that, that there's so much truth to that um how do you feel um I know you're supposed to be asking me the questions but no no you ask away yeah okay so how do you feel about the video chatting because I know with COVID we've had to move to online like video chatting I've only used the video chat twice okay I think it was in Bumble and the first one the um the guy was like oh you look so pretty and stuff like that actually he called thinking I could speak German and I and I was like uh, it was 
speaking German to me and I was like oh sorry English English <laughs> and then he was like oh uh, my name uh, English is that bad you know you know the, yeah yeah just like that's slashed like bad mm-hmm. and then I was like oh sorry I don't I don't speak uh German and it was like oh no worries I just like to look at you you're so pretty and I was like hey, this is awkward and then I, I you know just ended the call really? <laughs> yeah. those two things are so unrelated though yeah, like- and then the second one when I, uh, I had the call uh it was like um yeah it's very awkward I don't want to see you again bye <laughs> and then like, <laughs> so that's the only two times I've used it so, I don't think it's a picture I want to use often <laughs> right. just me in person and um, also I think uh, I mean a video doesn't really give you a full picture the person you I don't know I feel like you just need to be with them in the person to get their full the full essence of their presence absolutely like kind of answering that question myself um I've been very averse to video chatting just because first of all like what you said like it can be very awkward like I even hate work like I well I don't hate excuse me but like there can be some you know some zoom or skype calls at work that can be kind of uncomfortable you know yeah yeah. when you know people can't take appropriate social cues or when it takes about 5,100 hours to end the call because people are like you know are you you know does anyone else have anything to say oh no does anyone else have anything to say no like it's it takes a really long time to disengage yeah, yeah. To for people to get on the same um, like level of understanding, and so I fear that with video chatting in the dating, um, like in dating, also when when you think about FaceTiming, typically like you're using your phone, and it's very uncomfortable to have to like hold your hand at one specific angle and be your best comfortable self in a date. Yes. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah, yeah and also because, you know, I think everyone has this kind of, you know, angle to their face that the peel is more attractive or something. Right, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, as I mentioned previously, my forehead finds the light source and that that's still really true with video chatting. So yeah. mm-hmm. it's it's always better um, because you're, you're more at ease. You don't have to have the phone. You don't have to worry about it. Um, and sometimes like, I don't know if anyone else does this, um, cause I only allow one person to FaceTime me in this life and it's just my little sister. Um, and I have the, like, I will sometimes like put the phone to my ear and forget that I'm on FaceTime. So like, it's just little things like that, like forgetting, like not really understanding what you're doing with the phone when you're on the phone cause mm-hmm. you're getting comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I don't know, like this like COVID time, like this COVID dating situation is very weird. Yeah, yeah, I bet. Yeah, yeah. But what I found is people are willing to meet people like regardless during this time, which has been shocking to me. Do you know what I mean? Um, I mean, I know I'm still on the apps, but like I was talking to one of our mutual friends um, from school and uh, we both kind of agreed that we were not really swiping as much anymore. Um, just because like, it's just kind of like, you don't, I feel like, like, you know, the people that you're talking to right now, like just continue talking to them probably, but like in- introducing more people into that mix is kind of, you know, your yeah. odds are like, you know, if you did meet up with them, like of getting COVID like increases, I feel like. Yeah. Um, so it's just very weird territory right now that we're in, but yeah. 
it's really odd because it's like, you know, winter is approaching, you know, it's like cuff season is always this time, but I feel like this is like extreme cuff season. So people Mm -hmm. are, are really looking to meet people to like weather this whole COVID thing to weather the winter. Yeah, Yeah, Um, exactly. Yeah, Yeah, but do you... Uh, do you feel, I mean, with all the things wrong with online dating, the whole, uh, the whole cycle of not being sure and going back to it again, mm-hmm. um, do you still feel optimistic about it? Like, do you think you can still meet the real deal? I do. Uh, true. Wow. Okay. So it's not, it's not depressing yet. <laughs> you, no, you no, it has been. I, <laughs> okay. I'm going to be completely transparent. I deleted... Um, so I deleted Tinder, like, I want to say last week and cause I got a little tired of it. I ended up, uh, finding out that one of the guys that I was talking to, um, was like in a relationship already because a profile came across on Tinder what? where it was like him and his girlfriend friend. Oh my gosh. And he, he was kind of like masquerading as a single person. He didn't say it specifically, but like. It just wasn't like this information, like typically like a person will say like what it is like that they're in like a relationship or like they they have mm-hmm. like an open relationship or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it didn't say like anything on his profile like that. He wasn't like speaking to me like that. And so like that was kind of like the nail in the coffin for me. Like I just could not, like I just couldn't deal with it anymore. So I just was like, you know what? I can't. Also, like having a new job and like not wanting to be so distracted with dating apps, I just was like, okay, maybe I need to get off. Mm-hmm. But um, needless to say, like two days later, I got back on. Um, yeah, it's very addicting. Oh my God, the swiping. It is addicting, but it's so much like for me, like the dating apps, it's like a good thing because you can meet people, but it also brings about chaotic energy because one thing that I really dislike about online dating is that it dehumanizes people um you don't really see them Mm -hmm. um, as they are and also it desensitizes you to people like I don't really like this person might be a wonderful human being but due to the nature of just how many people are out there Mm -hmm. um I might necessarily I might not necessarily invest as much time and it's the same like it's the same thing on the opposite side too like from men like it it's just we don't respect each other like I understand the ghosting with people you haven't spoken to for such a long time, because I mean, what do you really say if you don't want to continue talking to them? Nothing. Mm -hmm. But like when it's someone that you've been speaking to for weeks and they just ghost you or you just ghost them, like it's tough. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, the one guy I went on a date with who didn't end up being like, you know, or I just didn't like ended up liking him for whatever reason. Um, he just such a kind person, like, and on the date, he was saying a couple things that were unkind. He, he even was a little bit racist. Um, I'm not even going to lie. It was weird. Um, but in his text to me afterwards, he was just very kind, like following up about like COVID information and all this. And I mean, I didn't want to talk to the person anymore. So I ghosted, but I mean, I didn't know what to say. Sorry, sir. I'm not interested anymore. no. But like, I mean, yeah, you could have do like, uh, I tend to just, you know, uh, I mean, it's very tough to, to make that kind of, uh, to have that kind of discussion, but I think I have like more of a template of, I'm so sorry, you're a nice person, it seems, or 
but I just don't feel comfortable going on because I don't feel the same vibe I thought I would feel or something like that. Yeah. 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 I think it will give them some kind of closure or something. And- yeah, I do. I, I do actually love like the idea of closure. I, I just think it's hard to know when someone, because I think the thing sometimes is with me, I'm like, is this like, does this person deserve it? Like, have we been talking long enough for it to warrant it? So it's just like navigating like that versus like a quick ghost. Or do I want to think, put this much effort into it when we've only talked to like a handful of times? I mean, um, if the person doesn't get back to me, if the person doesn't come back to say, hey, I like the date or hey, or I would just forget about them. But if they do come back expecting to have a conversation with me, I will just point it out that I don't feel comfortable going on having this kind of conversation with you because I don't think there's a feature ahead of us. So that's a good point. That's a good point, actually. See, that's what I'm saying about being becoming desensitized because in my yeah. own way... I've become desensitized in the sense that I'm just like, um, like, you know, a ghost here is appropriate where like, it may not be like, it's just really tough. Like it's very, it's very difficult to navigate. Like we just mm-hmm. don't respect each other. I feel sometimes, um, as just human beings, not even as a potential like love interest or like someone that you want to like, you know, get to know better. We just, I feel like as people just don't respect each other's, Mm -hmm. time and just it's weird so yeah wow wow um mila this has been a really really fun experience you know just getting this out there i feel like i also had like some pent-up rage about (laughs) online (laughs) you know just get it out there today so this has been really really fun thank you so much you know for coming on board and just having this conversation this has been wonderful Absolutely. I enjoyed it so much. It's good to talk about it. I feel like we need to decompress about these things time, you know, every now and then. And that's it for this episode, people. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. My name is Busayo Yuri. Until next time, have a great week.